0: Hallelujah. Can you just rejoice with me over that amazing worship? My beautiful daughter, Jessica, singing the blessing about how generation after generation after generation can experience the spiritual health and vitality of Jesus. Let's just lift our hands for a moment. Lord, we thank you. We invite you into our lives this month for August. Lord, many will take vacations and breaks for spiritual health and physical renewal. But God, today we invite you in. We ask for your blessing to be upon our hearts, our minds, and our bodies as we minister the word together today. We thank you, Lord. I thank you for the time of worship. Just thank him. Thank you, Jesus, that you're gonna speak to our lives today. Thank you, Jesus, that you're gonna speak to me. Make it personal. And today, Lord, we give you this day, we give you this week, and we give you this month as we learn that faith moves our spiritual health. I am very excited for all that God has ahead for us in August. We had a fabulous month as we talked about how faith moves our decisions. Pastor Rick got us out of your Egypts and those things that keep us in bondage and keep us down. He got us through the Exodus and the storms and the Red Sea experiences and he got us to the eternal. That place that we cross the finish line. And so this morning, I have the privilege of beginning our series on Faith Moves Our Health. And this month, we're going to focus our health on our spiritual health. Many of you who follow our themes know that every month we have a theme. And the Lord knew what 2020 would look like. Never in six years have we repeated a theme twice in a year. But in 2019, as we were preparing for 2020, for the themes that the Lord would give us, we felt very distinctly that we would do six months and then we would revisit each month again in a new light for the remainder of 2020. Knowing or not knowing that many of us would not even be together March, April, May, and so we're excited because we are gonna speak about health, but we're gonna speak about our spiritual health this month. And um, I want us to look at the scripture verse that is for this month. It is found in James chapter five, verses 15 through 16. Now you're gonna see the points in the scripture scroll along the bottom of the screen. And I want you to mark the scripture. And I I challenge you, go back and look at each segment of the verse and what God is saying to you about your spiritual well-being and how you get there. James chapter 5 in the NIV says, And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. So this month, I want us to focus on our signals for spiritual health. You're going to see if you're on campus, a graphic with the traffic signs and the danger signs and the warning signs. But I want you to imagine you're on that road, you're on that journey, and you see instruction signs that tell you danger, warning, caution, be careful. Other times you see a green light that means you're on the right path. You can go right through the road. And I want us to look at those signals for our spiritual health. I want us to think about what this verse in James tells us about our spiritual health and how it affects our healing. How does spiritual health affect your well-being? I want you to realize that he's talking, he says the prayer offered in faith. So if your faith is low or you're not exercising your faith, you can't offer that prayer and faith that will make the sick person well. Also, that prayer that's offered in faith, it could be that your soul is sick, that your soul is weary, that you're downtrodden, that you're uh, spiritually fatigued. And the Lord is saying you must offer a prayer in faith so that your sick soul will be made well. And if we're, if we've sinned, God forgives us so we don't have that past hanging over our heads and we must be in right standing. We confess our sins one to another and then we will be healed. We can't hold anything. We can't hold that animosity or that grudge or that bitterness. We have to let that go. And that is only something that can start in the spiritual realm. You know, I've known a lot of people who um, could not let bitterness go. They could not let the forgiveness flow over the unforgiveness. And consequently, their spiritual health, their mental health, their relationship health was all affected by that root, that seed of infection. And the Lord is saying to us, offer your prayers in faith. Be pure in right standing. The prayers of the righteous, the one who is in right standing will be powerful and effective so that no matter what journey we we are on, no matter what Red Sea we face, no matter what storm comes in our boat, our prayers of faith will not be deterred. Our mindset of spiritual victory and vitality will be strong. And so I want us to look at warning signs as well as signs of spiritual health so that you will know how to recognize hey, I need to check in with the Lord, with the scripture. I I see that maybe I'm having some of these signs that you'll also be able to celebrate and say, wow, I can look at my life and say, yes, I'm strong. I am victorious. I may be sick. I may have a cancer diagnosis. I may have financial difficulty, but my spiritual health is strong. And with that spiritual health, My prayers will be powerful and effective, and they will see me through to that eternal victory reward that we talked about last month. So based on the scripture, again, after today, I want you to look at James 5, 15 through 16 and break it down. But here's what I see are the points that um, spiritual health affects our well-being. Our prayers will be affected If we are healthy, our prayers are affected. And if we are unhealthy, our prayers will be affected. I want my prayers to be affected with faith. I want my prayers to be affected with grace and love and confidence in the Lord. So there's a reason why you need to have spiritual health. If you want to pray and you want to see your prayers answered, then recognize that spiritual health affects your prayers. Another thing that we see is that our advancement can be affected. You see, the Lord raises up his children. But if you have not made Jesus Lord of your life, how can you give him permission to push you forward to that advancement? I don't want my life's advancements to be affected by my spiritual lack of help. I need to be strong. Now, I'm being choosing my words very carefully, advancement and moving forward, because I want you to understand that spiritual health and advancement does not always mean I'm moving up. You know, the Bible says the first shall be last, and the least among us will be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. But I do want to advance forward on my journey. You know, sometimes you're on that road of life and you're, you're going forward, you're advancing and not every bit of the scenery you see is beautiful. Sometimes you may drive along the coast and see the beautiful sea and it's a wonderful visual to driving on that journey. But other times the road is clear, the signal is green and all you see is road and walls and uh, guardrails and you just keep going. You just keep advancing. You don't stop when you don't see the good scenery. You keep going. Another thing that we see is that our past and our present and our future is affected. This verse tells us that our sins are forgiven, that he will turn our pain into purpose. I've seen the Lord do that in my life. I've seen when I was grieving the loss of my mother in a terrible car accident from a drunk driver when I was only 15 and she was only 39, but that pain, that came into my life also opened the door as I trusted the Lord and the Holy Spirit came in and the comfort of the Holy Spirit began to manifest in my life. And as Jessica sang this morning, for generations to generations to generations, I was able at 15 to say, Lord, I want my prayers to be righteous and I will be affected because my past will see the glory and the comfort of the Holy Spirit. And my present will experience the key Comfort of the Holy Spirit. And my future generations will know that the faith that we stand on for our children and our children's children and our children's children is true and real and relevant and effective to doing this life with victory. But we must confess our sins because our accountability is affected. According to scripture, these are not my words. These are God's words. Our accountability is affected. If you have spiritual health in your life, you will not be afraid to be accountable. You know, so many times in this world, we are facing something that is a very me movement, a very me centered movement in this world. My rights, my decisions, my thoughts. Um, let's speak up for my rights. Now, listen, I am an advocate for victims and survivors of various different abuses and situations. And I've been doing that for almost 20 years. But there is something in scripture that says, I must confess my sins. I must be accountable for my life, for my actions, for my reactions, and how they affect the others around me. And Jesus comes first, not my rights. I lay those rights on the cross. If I'm going to follow Jesus, I do what Jesus did. And he said, not my will, but thy will be done. So our accountability is affected by our spiritual health. And if you find yourself saying, those people don't know me, they don't don't get me. I have rights. This is how I feel. This is just me. The Holy Spirit is saying to you today, I want it to be just Jesus. I want you to look inside and say, God, change me, mold me. Today, we're gonna um, remember the Lord's communion and we're gonna partake together. And I can't think of a better time Then our series starting on spiritual health to say, God, help me, forgive me, forgive me for being prideful or arrogant or self-righteous or self-indignant and lay my selfish desires on the altar as Jesus did. Not my will, but his will be done because our actions for others are affected if we're spiritually well or we're spiritually sick, maybe spiritually anemic. And you know, as the Lord is giving me that phrase, spiritually anemic, if you're anemic, it means your your blood cells are low. Well, if you're spiritually anemic, I would say that perhaps the blood of Jesus is not flowing in every area of your life like it should. And that means that the blood of Jesus covers all my sins every day, every situation, It doesn't matter what I prayed 10 years ago if I'm not living for him and letting the blood of Jesus cover me and quicken me and convict me so that I ask him to forgive me of my sins and to keep me in that right standing, that righteous relationship. I want others to be affected by my spiritual health, not my spiritual sickness, so that when I pray for them, they will be healed, their mind will be healed, their spirit will be healed, and their body will be healed. And we've seen healing happen. But our spiritual well-being is what's going to get you across the finish line to that eternal reward. So I want to leave you with a couple thoughts this morning before we go into communion. And think about faith. Faith moves our health. So what is faith? Faith is a confidence in God. I'm not talking about faith that the floor will hold me as I'm standing or the technology will work as we're recording. I'm talking about a confidence in God, a commitment, a trust, a conviction, a reliance and a dependence. I wanna say that again. And for those of you that are saying amen on the chat, I would love to see it later. And you encourage someone else who's watching online, Faith is confidence in God. Faith is a commitment and a trust. Faith is a conviction, a reliance and a dependence on God, not me. On God, not man, not someone else, not my job, not my country, not my governor, not my prime minister. My faith and confidence is a reliance on God, the creator of all, the king of kings, the Lord of lords, And that faith will move me to spiritual health. So as we examine the warning signals and the signals of health, you don't want to miss next week because I've got some great victory statements for you that are going to propel you for August. Don't put your walk with Jesus, your spiritual health on vacation this month. You can go to your hotel and your seaside or your mountainside experience or spending time with family, but don't put spiritual health on vacation, you need to daily feed your soul with the word of God. You need to daily sit in the presence of the precious Holy Spirit and allow your spiritual health to also be rejuvenated. You must, we must, I must choose Jesus and his way for there is no other way that leads to heaven except through Jesus, the Bible tells us. The prayer of faith, offered in faith, will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. Therefore, confess your sins to each other. Pray for each other so that you may be healed. Can you imagine? I'm praying for others so that I'll be healed. That's spiritual health. That as I pray for someone else, The Holy Spirit is rushing in and renewing his blood flowing through my spiritual veins so that I am not spiritually anemic. Jesus came and suffered and died and rose again so that we could have spiritual vitality. So as we remember his sacrifices on the cross during communion, make this August communion this August communion today, the beginning of a new spiritual health journey in your life. I've seen so many who are saying, I'm starting a new health journey and I'm gonna eat differently. I'm gonna do some targeted fasting. I'm gonna do proteins. I'm gonna do vegetables. I'm on this health journey. I'm challenging you today to be on a spiritual health journey. My grandmother went to be with Jesus to her eternal reward at almost 102 years old. And what I learned from her, a woman who was ordained with the Assemblies of God for over 75, 80 years, that you never stop that spiritual health journey. When she lost her eyesight, she got a big magnifying um, piece of equipment to read the Bible that she had read hundreds of times so she could keep reading and keep growing in her spiritual health. When she could no longer see or hear it well, She would have somebody sit right beside her and read it out loud to her because she never stopped growing in her spiritual health. That's the generation's blessing from one generation to the next generation to the next generation. Don't you want that for the ones that are coming after you? Whether it's in your bloodline or in your friend line or in your work line, There are people coming after you, new generations of people who will believe in Jesus to change their life and to give them spiritual, mental, physical health so that they can do this life and find an eternal reward. You know, those of us who believe in Jesus, who know the Word of God is true, the Bible is true from cover to cover, we don't fear death because to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And this morning, As we do communion and we remember the death and the suffering of Jesus, that he bore our suffering so that we could have healing and help and salvation and forgiveness of sins. Don't just remember Jesus today. Lean into Jesus. Lean into his ways. Lean into his word. Lean into the wonder of his life. It's powerful it's effective, and it will give you a spiritual health that will give you a mental quickness. It will advance your, um, your life and your, and your circumstances, and God will be with you. Your prayers will be affected. Your advancement is affected. Your past, your present, and your future is affected, and not only yours, but the generations that come after you. Our accountability is affected our actions for others is affected and our prayers are effective if the righteous are in right standing with Jesus so I'm gonna give you a snippet just to let you know what to look forward to next week some of the warning signs you might find yourself weary you might be making excuses your prayer life might be diminishing but listen these warning signs matter Because the Bible says if we're lukewarm, if we're not passionate and on fire for Jesus, he said, I'm going to, in the King James Version, spew you out of my mouth. I'm going to ignore you. I'm not going to give you access. We learned in the last month that there is no impurity in heaven. There's no sin in heaven. I can't sin and walk into the gates of heaven. I don't want to be lukewarm. I want to be spiritually healthy. I want to be spiritually, have this vitality in my life. So that no matter what Red Sea comes, no matter what storm hits me, I can call on the name of Jesus and the prayers of my right standing with Jesus, not dependent on me, but dependent on him, that I will humbly come to him and say, God, forgive me when I have remarked hatefully. Forgive me when I have doubted, when I have been more self-focused than God-focused. God wants you to put your focus on Jesus. If you put your focus on the world, you're going to be discouraged and depleted. You could become spiritually anemic. But if you put your focus on the power of Jesus and the cross and the power of the Holy Spirit and his comfort and his empowerment, and you put your focus on the word, the wonders of Christ will flood your life and you will be spiritually full of health and vitality. I love you. I can't wait to finish this message next week in part two. And as we begin to join together with Pastor Rick here in a couple minutes for communion, I want you to get your crackers and your juice ready. But I'm going to pray with you before you do that. And then Pastor Rick will pray with you as well. And I'm going to pray this morning that the Lord will speak to your life, that Jesus will remind you Not to leave out the part about forgiveness of sins. For all have sinned, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But he is faithful and just to forgive us. He said we could ask and it will be given. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open. So this morning, Lord, I ask you right now, will you pray with me? I ask you, Jesus, to touch my friends who are listening This has been an abbreviated message, but hopefully it will be like a vitamin shot for spiritual health and vitality. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus as we prepare to do communion together, that God, we will examine our minds and our attitudes, that we will examine our actions, both yesterday, last week, and today for tomorrow. And so right now, Maybe you're watching. Maybe you are about to go into one of our prayer rooms and say, I need prayer. You can do that right now online. We have uh, trained spiritually mature counselors, prayer counselors who will be in that prayer room with you right there online. You can watch it. The link will be there as well. And you can go into that prayer room and establish a relationship with someone and say, I want that, but I feel weak and I feel weary. God wants to help you today. So will you pray this prayer with me? If you need to be reignited with the power and the love of Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, you say it, dear Lord Jesus, say it with me, no matter how long you've been walking with Jesus, dear Lord Jesus, I ask you right now, come into my life, my mind and my body. I ask you to make this your temple, your dwelling place. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive me, Lord, for the things I've done that were displeasing to you, for the attitudes that were self-serving and not Christ-following. Forgive me, Lord. Purify me. And from this day forward, from this day forward, I will continue to strive for you, Jesus, in my life. I invite you to be the Lord of everything so that my prayers will be powerful and effective. In Jesus' name, God bless you as we prepare for communion.
1: Thanks so much, Jennifer. What a great word. You know, as we begin this month, spiritual health is extremely important. You know, if you have physical health, but you don't have spiritual health, you're in trouble. And today, uh, those words were so inspiring because it, it sets you on a journey for this month. I love the line about the vacation. Don't take a vacation from God. Let's let's take this time this month. Sure, enjoy your time with family and friends. Enjoy the scenery of the world, whatever your vacation is, but make sure you're not absent from the Lord. And so I, I felt like today I wanted to, since it's a whole month on our spiritual health, I wanted to just speak for a moment on the remembrance part. In 1 Corinthians, it talks about, do this in remembrance of me, Jesus' words. And today, hopefully you have your cracker and your juice in front of you. And in a moment, we'll partake together as a family around the world. There'll be over 100,000 people of us partaking together in this communion service. But the key word that I want to give you today is the remembering You know, the song that was sung earlier from the Bridge Church had a lot to do with the subject of the blessing that comes from generation to generation to generation. And it's a remembering time. Can you remember where you've come from? Can you remember what has happened in your life to get you to this moment? And maybe you're sitting there today with other family members or friends or you're watching for the first time online and you're saying, I'm not sure what you mean about the remembering. Listen, my friend, we've got to have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The remembering is what God has done for us. He sent his only begotten son to die on a cross. That's remembering. I remember that. I remember the scripture, but I remember the moment that I invited Christ into my life. It's a remembering. I remember when God touched our family. I remember when God healed my body. I remember. It's a remembering. And a communion time is a remembering of what God has done for us. It's a remembrance of the things that used to be, that now have changed. It's that spiritual journey that this is where I used to be, but look at how far I've come. So I want to read to you the scripture. For I received from the Lord that I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night He was betrayed, He took bread. I want you to get your cracker. And when He had given thanks, He broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Now, the remembrance of that—it's the stripes that he took upon his back. It's the crown of thorns that was put on his head. It was the literally hanging on a cross with, with his hands and nails pierced with spikes. It, it was a spear thrust in his side. It's the remembering of what Christ did for you. And if you've never heard that before, this is the first time you're saying, I've never heard that before. The Jesus that created you also died for you. So that you could have forgiveness of sins. It's a remembering. We remember that. And if you've never heard that, you will never forget that, what I've just said. Jesus died for you. in His body that was shed on Calvary's cross so that we could have forgiveness of sins so today we remember so as we take this bread i want us to remember what christ did for us lord jesus i've got people in this room and their their lives have been complicated because of stuff Their bodies may be sick with pain and disease. God, you said by your stripes we are healed. Not just for our physical body, though you heal all manner of sickness and disease, but it's for our spiritual bodies as well. Our souls and our minds. God, in Jesus' name, will you heal today as we remember what you have done for us can we partake of the bread together please hallelujah 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 i'm thankful today o oh lord for this your broken body thank you lord the bible says as it continues in that passage of scripture in the same way, after supper, he took the cup. So if you'll take your cup now. This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance. There's those words again of me. For whenever you eat this bread and you drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. You know, it's a uh, remembering but it's also kind of a foretelling because we believe he's coming again. And we do this to remember what he's done. But we do it so that we know where we're going. The remembering part's important. And that was my emphasis for today. Remember what Christ has done. Because truly, if you want to have spiritual health, you've got to remember. But the spiritual health drives you to the finish line. And so when we're weak in body, it's quick to say, Lord, heal me, help me. When we're weak in our spiritual bodies, we should have the same fortitude or desire to say, Lord, heal me. And what does heal me? What washes away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. That's why that portion that Pastor Jim was talking about of the forgiveness part, it's confessing your sins. It's saying to the Lord, I'm sorry. And today, if that is the point you are in your life, say you're sorry to the Lord. Ask for forgiveness. And because of the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross, that moment, all our sins were washed away if we confess our sins. The Bible says he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all wrongdoing. Lord, today as we partake of this cup, I pray if there's anyone that's listening to this portion of this service and they have not asked you for forgiveness, that right now they're saying the words, Lord, forgive me of my sins, all my sins, take them away from me. And I thank you, Lord, for answering that prayer for those people But Lord, for all of us that know you and love you, Lord, I pray right now that we remember what sacrifice was given so that we could have forgiveness of sins so that in our spiritual well-being, if there's some weaknesses, oh Lord, that we continue to confess our sins and say to you, Lord, please pardon us. Please forgive us. And so Lord, today, wash us whiter than snow as we remember the price that was paid for the world. Can we partake of the cup together, please? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah to Jesus. Just for a few moments, let's just simply say, I love you, Lord. I love you, Lord, wherever, whatever room or where you are watching this today. Just say, Lord, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We remember, Lord, (laughs) and we won't stop after today remembering. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining us today. I pray that you've been blessed. You know, the blessings come. When your praises go up, blessings come down. It's a song, but it's a part of your life when, you're, when your spiritual health is strong. And so stick with us this month. Every week, there'll be another um, portion of a series on our spiritual health. Uh, Pastor Jim's gonna take next week as well, and, and then I'll pick it up and, and bring it home. But I, I want you to know that this is a good month for you to look inward. And uh, so... Go online and do all the things that Pastor Jen talked to you about earlier. If you don't know how, just go to the website. It'll be listed there and and so that you can find out how people can pray with you, some Bible studies that are available for you. Um, and and if you've never joined the ICEF Rome family around the world, you have just part of a, a large group of people of all nations. And it's just a great time to fellowship together. And, and COVID-19 is going to be over uh, soon. I pray. I hope you're praying. And that we will reassemble and we'll keep the online campuses going around the world because God's family is getting bigger. So today I want to bless you. Thank you for your faithfulness and your giving and your prayers for this ministry. Uh, All that will be listed there as well. And I want to bless you before we exit today. Lord, bless your people. These are your people from all over the world, O Lord. And they need your help. And so, Lord, as they go today, bless them. As they work this week or study this week, or vacation this week, O Lord, protect them and be with them. Lord, I pray that you meet every need of their life. And Lord, especially their spiritual needs. God, I bless them today in the name of the Father, name of the Son, and name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. I will see you next week.